Namaste. Welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti Tim. First of all, I like to pay respect to the Triple Gems. I like to pay respect to the Buddha. I like to pay respect to the Dharma. And I like to pay respect to the Sangha. Hello again, everyone. Hope you are doing fine as we are approaching the end of another universal year, the end of 2023. In a couple of days, we're going to usher in the new year, 2024. So how are you all doing? If look looking back in your life, in the during the past year up until now have you seen any change or any improvement in your life in your daily habit in your family situation and especially in you have you seen any progress have you seen the have you seen or noticed, quote unquote, a better you? Meaning that a you that is feeling more relaxed, feeling better, lighter, and smile more to life, to um, yourself, and smile more to your families and friends, co-workers and everyone that you meet along your life journey. Are you feeling any better than the years before, than the month before? Have you noticed any change in people's reaction to who you are? That's, those are the things that you can be sure that to you would notice if you practice the Dharma the right way. Um, because we all experience our life, okay, with what we do, with the action that we do, with our speech that we that we produce, right, and what comes back is the fruit of our action is the fruit of our karma. Okay. Are we generating, are we giving uh, out more loving kindness and compassion to people around us and also to ourselves or we have been in the same, stuck in the same uh, spot, in the same mud hole. Okay. Those are the gauge that we can look at. Okay, when you practice, you can you can use that. You know, as your own gauge to see how people react to you, and how the quality of your life and your family um, is. Do we have 
um, positive, um, more positive environment, or you still pretty much the same? Have you been practicing forgiveness? Forgive yourself and forgive others. Have you noticed any of that? Or you are still clinging to the to a strong ideas and opinion that is holding you down or um, you know keeping you from making progress okay so those are the things that you can notice and you can look around and you can feel in yourself there's nobody else have to tell you if you are in a better um, level in a higher level of yourself than before or you are at the same level okay only you know okay what other people notice if you have the if you have changed if you make the change and you changing inside eventually people will take notice of of your habit of your behavior of your speech of your action because people do feel uh, do sense the vibe right we say we, we sense a vibe people when people talk to you they do sense the vibe from you okay it's in the it's in the tone of your voice it's in the it's in the movement of your body it's in the expression of your face it's you know in all of that how is it how do you emanate uh, your energy toward people okay uh, pretty much most of the time when we talk we do not know what we look like what our face uh, look like right but people see your face people can tell what kind you know, a lot of most of the time not all the time because there are people who can hide um, things but when you, you when, when you are not mindful you will show the real emotion or the you know or the uh, the intention or the, the motive that you have behind what you do behind what you 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 say okay so all of this thing here all of this neg negative and positive energy that you are generating uh, toward people around you people can sense your energy okay and of course they will let you know what kind of energy that you are giving to them you will receive the feedback from people around you okay so that's the important thing it's about you and it's about the inner you because the feeling that you generate you as we, as we all know it starts from inside of each and every single one of us right we don't we're not trying to change people around us 
but because it's beyond our control, we cannot stop people from doing what they do or saying for what they say. But we can observe ourselves because we are the creator, we are the generator of our own feeling. The feeling come from inside. The emotion come from inside, right? As we all know, as as we all have learned, it come from inside of us. Okay, so what is it that come out? It translate into everything that we do, that we say, that the way we behave, the way we move, the way we express our body, um, yeah, the body expression. People feel the vibe. Okay, and that you cannot hide. You can pretend to hide, you can try to hide for a little while, but eventually people will catch on to see whether, you know, the, the, the expression or the, the movement that we, that we give is a genuine movement or is not. Okay, so it's very important. But, so, be real, right? But, so, how to be real, I mean, within is that we have to understand the source, right? That's what uh, the teaching is all about. The teaching goes to the source of each and every single one of us, right? The different emotion that we have, the, 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 the different uh, mind faculties that we have, which generate the different kinds of emu- emotion and feelings um, that we all have. And when they arise, what we have learned is that we observe those feelings that arise due to the different triggers, the different factors that our five senses experience and encounters. Right? So it is important to know who we are to know the the to the the emotion and the you know the feeling that arise that come out and that generate a behavior a habit um a, a speech and a action so with that i hope you have um Make notice to it that uh, okay, um, whether you have changed in terms of that or not, and that is your gauge. Your gauge is how people look at you, how people respond to your speech, how people respond to your action, how people respond to you. Right, so that is your gauge. Right, that is your gauge to see what kind of progress if you made any progress. Okay, so I mean that is not the the only one, but that is one big thing that is all that we can gauge ourselves. Okay, and we are not suppressing anything, as you have learned. We are not suppressing, or we not controlling or or using force or pressure to control the emotion or anything like that. But instead, we 
learn about those feelings and emotions. Okay, we learn about the source and we recognize all of those different uh, feelings and emotions that arise based on different kinds of, um, of ingredients, right? And of course, based on um, our greed or desire, based on uh, uh, anger or uh, ill will, okay, or based on our own very own ignorance. And once we understand that, then we know, okay, I said that is okay, I had some kind of motive, some kind of intention to do certain things, that's why I said certain things. So what, if it was uh, not a good intention, you, of course, you are the creator, you know, right? Nobody else, maybe nobody else know, but we are the creator of those actions, of those speech, we know the intention. Right? We are the one. We are the one who generate all this from within, based on our desire, based on our anger, ill will, or goodwill. Okay? We all know. When we have goodwill without any um, longing, without any expectation, and we just want to do good uh, to help the others, we know. And we feel good, and we know that too. Yeah, we know that when we do something right, we feel good, and and that is good, and we know. Nobody else have to know whether other people know or not. It doesn't matter, but we know. You know when you do something good, you say that's a good thing, and you feel good within yourself. The, no, other people don't have to make you feel good. You say that was the right thing to do. You know, to help somebody uh, in need, to help somebody in, in distress, right? To help somebody um, crossing the street, old people crossing the street. Uh, you do it out of genuine uh, compassion. Just because you think that is the right thing to do. So you feel good. Those are the things, right? So all of these things here, People don't have to tell you that, oh, you are a good person or a bad person. You are the, we are the first person to know that. Right? We are the first person to know that. So, let's say if you uh, go out, you, you go out uh, hunting or fishing, and so, of course, you have to, uh, you know, kill some animal or fish. Okay? And you know you have done some, uh, you have done, you have uh, taken uh, life of some being. And even, you know, you take it uh, to your families or friends and they say, oh, good job and stuff like that. Yeah, and you will be happy. But you know that you have taken some, someone's life. Okay, good or not, that is only you and it's inside that you know, right? It's not about what other people say. It's about what we already know and we are the first to know of all the things that we say and the things that we do. Okay, so hopefully um, 
you have made some progress, you know, in within the last year. And of course, the mind is the one thing that is very, very hard, very difficult, as we all know, to observe, to, 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 to spot at the moment that, uh, you know, things uh, go out of control or whatnot, right? So, like uh, some people, some lady, I've heard, as we all know, we experience, um, when we, when we uh, travel, when we go on, when we have to fly somewhere, right? We go on a plane, go some, go to some, to some place, right? In order to visit friend, relative, or go on vacation or whatnot. I do notice many, many, many people, not, not everyone, but a lot of people on the plane, they do have that, uh, that, uh, you know, uh, queasy feeling in, in the back of their mind that, you know, once the plane take off, I mean, it's, it's, they, it's like, you know, it's, their life is not in their control anymore. So a lot of people will say, okay, once you are, you know, you're off the ground, your life, uh, our life belongs to God and things like that, right? So there are a lot of people who, you know, don't feel, you know, who, who don't, don't not feel secure, not uh, feel kind of uh, afraid a little bit to fly. You know, the people are afraid to fly. And, you know, when the, when the plane touched down, you would hear people clap their hands, and there's a, there's a great relief of sigh, right? Whew, okay, we made it, right? We made the trip. So there's some there anxiety, you know, there's some kind of anxiety there that we all know, that we all experience. So see, all of that, see, those little things, see, um, if we observe things like that, we, we, we can see okay so those are those anxiety uh, the, the the fear right uh, of flying all that so what is it based on it is due to what kind of attachment that we have right so as we all know um, all the negative emotion and of course positive also but this one here the anxiety is based on um, some kind of attachment, right? Of course, what kind of attachment is that? This is the ultimate attachment, which is uh, attachment to the self. The self, when one once, when we are, you know, off the ground, we, you know, of course, uh, people are afraid to die, right? So that is the ultimate attachment. The ultimate attachment of people is that we are afraid to die. So, with that, that is how people identify, right, um, uh, themselves with the body, of course, right, and of course with the thinking mind. So, the thinking mind and the, and the body combined make the self-I, right? So, this self-I is afraid of, of losing itself. That's why there's anxiety, right? That's why there, there is fear because of that self-I, the self-identification. So, you know, those are the things that uh, once you gain understanding, you can come to that, uh, uh, 
that wisdom for yourself. That okay, so that's what it is. That's what caused people to have fear and anxiety is because the attachment to the self, I, the attachment to the to the physical body, and the, of course the thinking mind. Right. So, the more of course, and the more we attach, and the more we think, and the more we have stress, and the more we have. Anxiety and you know, and all that, and that leads down the road of a negative, uh, a negative way, negative avenue of life that uh, can lead to into darker place, you know, to dark place. Um, I come across um this uh thing here, so I like to read a little excerpt. Yeah, that is somehow it's some kind of somehow related to, to this subject also. Um, this is a a, a small excerpt from Steve Jobs. Um, that he delivered at one of the uh, university commencement, you know, at a graduation ceremony at one of the university. So here's a little a little excerpt, not the whole speech that he 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 gave. So here it is, ta-ta-ta-ta, uh, and they say, If today is the last day of my life, right? And I think no, you all know who Steve Jobs was, right? The founder of Apple. Okay, let me start again. If today is the last day of my life, what I would do, what, what, I, what I would do, what I'm about to do today, and if the answer is no, for too many days in a row, I know I need to change something. Remembering that I'll be dead soon is the most important tool I ever encountered to help me make the big choices in life. Because almost everything, all of external expectation, pride, or fear of embarrassment or failure, these things just fall away in the face of death. Leading only what is only true important. Remembering that you are going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking that you have something to lose. See that is a very that's a very um good excerpt, okay from Steve Jobs. From that, see. Like, I wanna read it again because it's good. Let's see, if today is the last day of my life, okay. What I would do. What I'm about to do today. Would I do what I'm about to do today? And if the answer is no, for too many days in a row, I know I need to change something. Okay? So that's, that is the gauge that he's talking, okay, to himself. 
that if something, if something is not right, if if you know that something is not right, then there's need to be a change. If you don't see any improvement, then there needs to be a change. Okay, so don't get stuck in the mud hole. Remembering that I'll be dead soon is the most important tool I ever encountered to help me make the big choices in life. Because almost everything, all of external expectation, pride, or fear of embarrassment, or failure, these things just fall away in the face of death. See, that is a very powerful sentence. Remembering that I will be, I will be dead soon is the most important tool I ever encountered. Okay, so that is one of the things that the Buddha, uh, during one of the uh, talks that the Buddha gave, and I have um, gone over this sutra, I forgot the name of sutra, um, uh, about the Buddha asked the, his monks, okay, uh, about the life, about when, when they think they, uh, the end of their life, right, when they think they're gonna die, and different monks and gave him, gave the Buddha different answers that, you know, some young, some young monks say, oh, maybe I will probably die when I'm 80 years old, some say, oh, maybe in 20 years, uh, some say, oh, maybe in 10 years or 5 years, I could die in, you know, in, uh, in 2 years, in 1 year, and, and the, the Buddha say, no, 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 and until the, the enlightened, enlightened um, disciple, um, because, you know, they, they get shorter and shorter, and the, the enlightened disciple say, I could be dead tomorrow. You know, um, and there's even some uh, disciple, there are a couple of disciples say, um, I could be dead in the next breath. I can just inhale and no more exhale, uh, or exhale and that would be my last breath. So it's a very powerful, uh, it's a very powerful wisdom for people to have. And if if people are mistaken, people would think, oh, that is something that is negative to carry in life. But actually, that is a very positive thing to, to have, okay, to understand that we can be dead at any moment, okay? So that is a very powerful tool. Like Steve Jobs understand that, you know. He said the most important tool I ever encountered, okay, to help me make the big choices in life. Because almost everything, all of external expectation, okay. So what are the external expectations? Pride or fear of embarrassment or failures. What else do we have in, in life that we fear of? Uh, uh, lose face, um, what? 
status, uh, popularity, right? Um, all of the uh, different kind of opinions from people, right? Things like that, right? What does Steve Jobs say? They all just um, fall away in the face of death, right? All of these things, all these fear, all these external uh, things, they all fall away in the face of death. You see? So when that, when we, when we understand that truly, then you don't take life for granted anymore. Okay? We will do things what we need to do now. That's the important message. We don't take things for granted. We don't take times for granted. We don't procrastinate. We say, okay, this is the thing that I need to do today. I need to do now. Right? It has nothing to do with pride or, you know, or afraid to be embarrassed or whatnot. Because all these things fall away in the face of death. And which we do not know when death arrives. Arrives. Okay? Remembering that you are going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking that you have something to lose. You see? The self I think that it will have itself to lose. So it clings on. It has the strong attachment to itself. But once we understand, remember that, we are all going to die, which is in Steve's, uh, Steve Jobs' word. But as we all know in Buddha's teaching, the quote-unquote we or I is not even there. This, right? There's only the idea of the self-I that is attached to the body and the mind that call itself the I. But, so let me read the last sentence. Remembering that you are going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking that you have something to lose. Okay? So, another word, what is it that we need to do right now, today? Okay? And we need to do it. Alright? And so, there are people who may interpret it wrong in, you know, well, okay, so let me do whatever I, you know, today. Um, okay, so that requires additional understanding of Buddha's teaching also. We know we are born into this world based on different factors and based on our karma also, right? And the karma passed from past life that um, is the seed of this life of who we are. The consciousness that takes up uh, birth into this life and take up this form, this, okay? As you and me, okay, that's come from karma past, from past action, 
of previous previous lives that we do not know and we are not aware of. But if you study karma action, then you understand what the what I'm talking about here, because in Buddha's teaching, karma always produce result. No matter what kind of karma it is, good or bad. It's just like you planting some kind of seed. It's just a matter of time. It will yield fruit. So, you plant banana, you will get banana. You plant mango, you will get mango fruit. You plant coconut, you will get coconut fruit. Okay, there is no other way. You don't plant coconut and you get watermelon. It doesn't go like that. Okay, so use the situation that we are in is the exact, is the fruit of our past karmas. And it should be, it could be karma from short period uh, time or from long period, from, from, from long, long, long time ago. It depends on the condition of, uh, yeah, of, uh, the condition that provide provide life or in in the Pali word called sankara provide the 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 uh, the arising or the fruit the the yield of the fruit of the karma is is the conditional you know, is the conditioned karma right. All karma is conditioned to, uh, and it based on the the condition. When the conditions, um, is right, then the karma will yield the fruit. So, with that, with that on the other side a little bit, we all come to understand that life is not short. It's not long. Life is just is. Okay? We do not know when this life, the experience that we are having right now, is taken away. Correct? We do not know if it is going to be tomorrow or next week, next year, or when. Nobody knows. Doesn't matter how old we are. It can be young, can be middle age, can be old age, or whatnot. But as we all know, life can be gone just like that. So, like Steve Jobs said, once you understand that, okay, once you understand that, then you no longer uh, think or afraid of. Uh, what we call failure or embarrassment, right, or status, it, it, it isn't such a thing that should prevent us from doing the things that needs to be done. Okay? All those things just fall away. Right? It has no meaning. Right? It only has meaning to the self-ego I who wants to, that, who wants who thinks that is itself is all that, right? Full of pride, 
full of uh, you know this and that you know um whatever the the self ego i want to want to put itself in all of that falls away once we understand death once we understand death life become easy believe it or not why because we are no longer clinging to whatever status you know popularity or whatever we comes down to earth okay and we know that okay what is it that we need to do right what is it that we need to do while we are on this planet what is it oh so it's simple it comes down to that it comes down to okay there is a body that we need to take care of right so we need to provide proper food and nutrition right garbage in garbage out if you feed the body with all kinds of greasy spicy junk food of course it's gonna it's gonna turn this body uh it's gonna make this body sick maybe not right away um maybe it take a week maybe it take a month maybe it take a year but eventually as long as you keep putting garbage in you will go you will get the the exact result from that right the body is an innocent independent uh, mechanism uh, whatever you put in it's gonna yield that it's gonna uh it's gonna it's 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 gonna uh tra uh process what you put in and turns all those chemical reaction into whether health healthy for you or make you sick or give you disease and things it's based on what we put in so that's why we tend to uh try to give good things to our body fruits and vegetable right not much meat especially red meat right if we can avoid meat at all that is even better right but of course as we all know not everyone can avoid meat so try sparingly right not uh too much and more vegetable right more more fruit which is much much better for us and the same thing so there are two kinds of food there are food for our body for the physical body to you know, give it the proper proper nourishment to give the to keep the body healthy and of course the body needs rest so sleep is very important right we have to give the body proper rest and proper care such as uh you know shower and things like that you know those those uh, hygiene things which is very important 
So those are the things that we do to take care of the physical body. Now there's another kind of food is food for your mind, right? The food for the mind is what the Buddha teaching concentrate on. The food for the mind, what we feed our mind, the mind will produce what we feed. Pretty much, you know, pretty much same thing as what our physical body produce or react to the to the uh, food that we give. The mind, our mind is the same. If you you, you if you watch um if you go watch horror movie, that's a guarantee your mind is gonna have nightmare. Maybe not right away. It could you know, give you nightmare two three day down the road or next week or next month or the year after. You don't know. But what you feed into your mind is there. The memory absorb it and takes a picture, take pictures of it and it's there. So what kind of food that we feed our mind is very important. What kind of people we associate with is very important. We associate ourselves with, uh, you know, uh, people who do, um, to do unwholesome deeds. Eventually, you will do the mind. Your mind will will start to think that it's okay to also do unwholesome deeds, and you know, it's that is. How that's how the natural mind works, you know. So, but there's one thing that we all know, and the inner us do know when we do good will or we do good deed or not good deed, we all know. Okay, even the robbers and the thieves. Um, if you go ask people in, in the prison, okay, many of them, I would not say all, many of them know when they commit um, what we call sin or we commit, when they commit, um, you know, unwholesome thing that they did, they know, a lot of them know, but they still do it, right, they still did it. But the inside know that that was not the the right thing to do. They just did not listen to their inner being. Okay, they let the mind, the the greed, the the anger lead the lead the way of doing things. They did not listen to their guts. To their, to their intuition, to their heart of what is right. See, they were, they are, they were disconnected from the true reality of who they are. Okay, and of course, karma, uh, you know, produce fruit. And they end up in jail and in prison and all that. Okay, and of course this is a very complex things, but what I'm saying is this: we all know deep, deep, deep inside 
each and every one of us, what is good, what is not good. Good do not produce anxiety. Good do not produce stress. Good do not produce sadness, anger, hatred, depression, fear, shame, right? Good do not produce any of those. Okay? So, with those, we know, when those, when those feelings arise, we should know right away. We should notice right away that, oh, that was, that is not wholesome. So, from it in, from the in, from our under, own understanding, from within, we should right away notice when unwholesome mind arise, we catch it. He said, oh, that was not wholesome. When anger arise, oh, unwholesome mind faculty is arising. That is not the right thing. We all know. By just knowing that, is a very important step to liberation, to be free, okay, to be free from what? To be free from suffering, to be free from the, the bondage in all of the, all the attachment that we have. All the negative, unwholesome feeling, emotion arising in within all of us is a product of unwholesome activities. And those are the things that if we understand life, if we understand death, that death can happen at any moment that death can happen the next day or whenever we know that why would I want to do unwholesome thing it just don't make sense right nobody have to tell us we know ourselves that that is that just does not make sense that you know life can um, you know, uh, be gone at the experience that we are experience right now. We are ex- right now. You are listening. You are hearing. You are seeing. That is life right there, right? You smelling. You feeling your body. That is life right there, right? And you know what is good and what is not. Okay, people say something, and boom. If your anger arise, you ask yourself, what's that? Do I need to do that? See? If, let's say, let's say, 
Okay, let us say that tomorrow is your last day on this planet. Let's just say that. Okay, would you still mind what people call you? Are you still busy? Let's say if somebody call you, hey, you dog, or whatever words they call you, or you know, or the status that you have. Let's say you are the. They say, "Oh, you are the CEO." What does it have any meaning? Does it have any meaning to you? But if you know that today is your last day, do should you care what people say to you? Should you care about your popularity, or should you just hmm care about yourself, taking care of your inner peace? Should don't you think what would what would you do? Let's say if tomorrow is your last day, wouldn't you want to take care of yourself today, the very last day, enjoying what you have, experience the 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 incredible phenomena that you will. Not experience again starting tomorrow. The experience that you will have right now, the seeing, the hearing, the smelling, the tasting, the body uh, feeling. This is phenomenal. Don't you think this is incredible? You already have everything. Why should you care if somebody call you a dog, or should you care whatever, if you know that today is your last day? Shouldn't you look around and say, "Wow, look at that tree. I got to enjoy, experience what this is all about. Look at the flowers. Look at that face." Hearing the sound of somebody's voice, whether they are screaming, it becomes music. Whether they are cursing at you, it becomes music in a way because you are able to hear. Instead of taking it personal, you say, "Wow, I'm experiencing hearing." Incredible. I'm experiencing hearing. I can hear the word. It's unbelievable. And it's not I that doing it, but it's the experience that makes it you who you are. That is the experience. This experience is you. Imagine that. You're able to smell, to feel the warm. Uh, the coolness, the comfortable, or your seating, all of that. Isn't that incredible? What else that you what, you know, 
That's why people keep chasing true happiness from outside and they can't seem to find it because everything that we need, we already have. And we keep overlooking them. Imagine, okay, imagine if somebody say, okay, I will give you a hundred million dollars, but I will take away your vision. Would you do that? Would you do that? They will take away your vision and give you a hundred million dollars. You know the answer. Nothing is worth your, the experience of your vision. Right? So, this experience right here, it's already, we already have everything. So, if you can understand this, you experience the day right now, in the present moment, you are experiencing everything that the world has to offer. The sound of the wind or the raindrop. The sound of the child or the sound of someone screaming is all sound. You are in the middle or in the mix of experiencing the universe. It's incredible. Okay? It's incredible. Because tomorrow, poof, all the experience are gone. Okay? Or tonight, poof, when you go to sleep, all the experiences are gone. You already have everything. Don't take it for granted. What is it that you need to do? Do it. You know what is good. You know what is not good. You know that doing harm is not good because you don't want people to harm you. So, it's the same way. You don't want to harm people. Right? You all know what is good. This is how you develop yourself. One day at a time. Emanating all the wholesome, wholesomeness within you. Okay? The wholesomeness within every single one of us. We can give that. Nobody can stop us from giving out the wholesomeness. We can all do that. And we all know that it's the right thing to do. Okay? And yes, you can gauge it. It's a guarantee 
whatever you emanate, whatever you give out, you see the reaction, you look at the gauge. That is your gauge. As long as you walk on the right path, look at the Eightfold Noble Path, right view, right effort, right thinking, right? Right livelihood, morality, right? Morality. Do all that. Those, that is the path that we need to take. Okay? That is the path out of suffering. That is the path to liberation. That's it I have for today. Wishing you all a happy new year and a much better, better you. Okay, on the way to liberation. Until next time, Namaste.